Hello and welcome out to this week's episode of Gamers Council. I'm one of your hosts, Web Dave, and I also have host Retri with us. What's up, buddy? What's good, everybody? Glad to be here. We got a lot of cool topics. And so we got a special guest. It. Yes, we do. Who's our special <laughs> guest? Fuzzy Belvedere. Because yes. we are talking Forza. So who better to have on the show than Fuzzy? Thank you for <laughs> coming, you. sir. Thank you guys for having me. Man, just awesome being here with you and talking one of my favorite hobbies, cars and, and racing games. So, yeah, this this is going to be fun. Oh, it, uh, we, we're doing our best. I also want to point this out to everybody that's still in chat. If, if you look at the title card, you'll see that the, the still image that I used on that title card actually is uh, Fuzzy's gameplay because there's Fuzzy's license plate right there by his name. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks so really good, too. Play. Like, I just <laughs> like as a still. Like, I literally thought you grabbed that straight out of the game, and then you were like, oh, no, look at the license plate. I was like, no way, dude. Yeah, that's right like, out of his game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Crazy. Love it. Love it. So Fuzzy, what's yeah. up, man? Oh, uh, not much, man. Just you know, playing this uh, little DLC that uh, Playground Games dropped a couple of days ago, and uh, you know, still playing a little bit of uh, GT Seven, although it's got a few bugs after its update. But um, rally racing, a nice uh, change of pace here for for Forza Horizon. You know, driving in Mexico on the main map, it's a lot of fun, but. Having like tight technical, you know, switchbacks and things like that, uneven pavement or uneven or bumpy roads and things like that, where you switch from sand to gravel and dirt. Man, it, it's it's basically if you were a dirt one through four fan, yeah, this mm -hmm. this is their closest equivalent in Forza right now, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're definitely going to be getting into it uh, tonight. A couple yep. of quick things I want to uh, uh, cover real quick as we get started. Uh, we do have the ability uh, now. We're, we're experimenting with it tonight, so this is going to be a <laughs> woo, yep. shot in the dark. <laughs> but we do have uh, where you can actually click on the link. And I'm going to put it in the chat, but it's also in the description of this below. And mm -hmm. it's available on our website as well, too where you can click on the speak pipe. There he is. What's up, buddy? Click on the I'm speak back. pipe link. And uh, and by doing that, you actually can leave up to a 90-second uh, voicemail. And yep. it, be, it can be a question about the show, a comment that you want to talk about on the subject we're on, or, you know, whatever. You know, it's, let's not be slanderous or, you know, you know, or don't harass uh, Fuzzy sexually because he gets that a lot. So save that just, for after the show. Exactly. <laughs> then, then it's okay. It's what we call Fuzzy after dark. But you know, that's right. Boy, that just has too many, too many good things to go with that one. Oh goodness! Welcome out everybody to the show <laughs> as we've totally lost control. And I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out and jump right back in so that I can put you on the right side. Be right back. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. He likes hey, to put I'm me back. on the left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I hadn't done it yet. That's, no, that's Everybody all outside good. Like, all going, good. These guys are crazy. Yes. Yeah. Just before play. we get too too far, before we start talking um, uh, Forza and DLC, I do I do want to ask uh, Fuzzy a question that we ask everyone that comes on the show. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and that is, what game doesn't click with you that everyone else seems to love? Anything that comes to mind? Ooh. I mean, I know it's the... a toughie. 
The first one that comes to mind is Elden Ring, and it's only because I've I've well I've never really been a Souls like uh, fan, and mm-hmm. this one being open world, yeah, it it has its workarounds and things like that, but it's not. It it didn't click right off the bat for me, only because I was going in expecting like kind of like a little bit of Dark Souls and a little bit of Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed kind of thing, and it was like Dark Souls light, but like you could run away, <laughs> but then I wound up getting hunted by dogs. Like I, I could kill the, <laughs> the regular knights and stuff, but the wolves or whatever would get me. And they then are I tough. would kill the wolves and then some. Are you talking like the werewolfy looking guys, the real creepy looking dudes? Yeah. Oh so man, those it, guys are it, scary. Yeah. So it, it, I made it a decent amount or a decent, you know, way through and then I got yeah. killed and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be typical souls. I'm gonna have some knucklehead that is guarding my stuff and I gotta mm-hmm. go and kill him. And it's like, okay, I kill him and then I turn around and get killed by the next guy. I'm like, so after about the fifth or sixth time, I was like, yeah, let me just take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I it's funny. I see I, I like that answer. I, I I like to hear basically that was like my game of the year. So I like mm-hmm. to hear, and this is this is why gaming is so cool, right? What mm-hmm. what clicks for me doesn't necessarily click for you. And you've yeah. liked other Souls games, but Elden Ring just kind of didn't really, you know, you know, hit yeah. the spot for you, which is perfectly fine. Um it was the wrong answer, but good answer, Fuzzy. <laughs> there's no wrong answer. Love, there's no wrong answer. That's right. Uh, man, it's funny, though. We get a lot of people who come on here, and they're, they they always mention, like, game of the year contenders, and I love it. It's like, whew, right yeah. for the jugular. Love it. So, hey, that's all good, man. Well, I've, I've always had in. kind of, like, weird tastes in games. Like, I mean, aside from being, like, a sim racer or arcade racer fan to through and through, it's like, um, what do you call them? Looter shooters or another big genre I like. And then platformers mm-hmm. used to be my thing. And then I kind of grew out of them, or at least I thought I grew out of them. And then Ratchet and Clank and, and Psychonauts 2 kind of brought me back to it. So it's like, yeah, it, it, I guess it kind of depends on the mood and what I'm looking to play at that point in time. So it's, it, it always comes back around. But at some point, I'll probably revisit Elden Ring. But I, I don't see it being this year, especially with the stuff that's on the horizon. You know, you got, yeah. you know, Starfield, you got Redfall and, you know, fingers crossed everything goes according to plan. We will have motorsport later this year as well. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, on the other side of the campus, you got, you know, Spider-Man 2, which I'm going to give a try. And it's like, man, yeah. there's just so much to play. <laughs> Yeah, September September is gonna be a little rough when you got when you got Spider Man and you got uh, Starfield coming out like holy moly like that's I think Starfield, a couple of juggernauts right no Starfield will be the one I start and uh, if it uh, takes me two years to finish it so be it. yeah <laughs> but, uh, and I think it might I think that's uh, yeah I don't know uh, yeah it's like is there gonna be an end game who knows I don't I don't know if we're gonna actually see the uh, the light at the end of the tunnel I think it's just gonna be a forever game which yeah. is perfectly fine with me. Oh yeah, um, but, oh, man. Our, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna throw this into this stream right now. This is the um, this is the DLC for Forza that just popped up uh, that just uh, was available starting. I think it was the 29th of actually March. This mm-hmm. came out. They did a really good job with this. Now, I, one thing that I'll price here it's controversial compared to um, a lot of other Forza fans is that. Hot Wheels, while fun, 
just wasn't as much of a go-to for me. Like the big thing I took away from it was the candy paint, which you could put on other cars and mm-hmm. the red line tires, just, you know, being a muscle car fan from the sixties, red line right. tires is, you know, one of those cool things from that time period. So those are the, the big things that I liked about the Hot Wheels DLC. I mean, it was still fun and all to, you know, relive yeah. my childhood with the orange track pieces, but this. I actually really, I really loved, I really loved the uh, the Hot Wheels DLC. I kind of like it when they do weird stuff. I know they've already mm-hmm. done it, but uh, yeah, I was kind of, I guess for me, who's who's not like, well, I'm not good at driving, so that which is why I usually avoid avoid the main force of games. But Horizon, mm-hmm. it feels gentle. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Which is which is good for people like me who who kiss the guardrails constantly. But <laughs> yeah, now this hey. is actually Fuzzy's gameplay here. Yeah. Now, oh, I can. Oh, yeah. But let me yeah. show. Let me show that. Let me get. Let me uh, get some uh, fuzzy game. Now, I'll, here. I'll I'll play bumper cars every now and then and hit guardrails too. So <laughs> it, it, even being a, a car fan, sometimes the inner NASCAR comes out in me with the uh, the chrome horn. Got to move people yeah. out of the way if they're blocking the path. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Horizon games have always been fun as far as giving you a little bit better handling like your typical need for speeds and things like that, but mm-hmm. having it where it's, it's enjoyable enough where you can play for hours and lose track of time type of thing and, and relive your, you know, car fantasies as far as like hypercars or muscle cars or, you know, off-roading with uh, trucks and Jeeps and buggies and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a ton of fun, but man. Oh, man. Right. So the rally, the rally expansion. Though, this this isn't the first time they've gotten rally in Forza, right? This is a no. They, they've they done this it, before back in the day, right? Like the first yeah, one, they, I think, had it, didn't they? Yeah, they did an expansion with uh, the first Horizon, where they had like the uh, rally expansion for that, where it was a, a lot more watered down in comparison. But oh, it I was bet, yeah. it was still a fun uh, add on that they had where. At the time, if if people were into dirt, this was more of like an arcadey version of dirt. Uh, uh, one through, I guess you could say three. Those are the main mm-hmm. ones, and I think four was still more so like more of a sim rally type of racing game. Five went more towards Horizon as far as their um, style of gameplay, but the the first Horizon definitely had a nice uh, add-on with with the rally racing and then after that all of the other ones have been like a location and then kind of like a, a theme like lego or hot wheels or right. even uh, fast and furious for one of them for mm-hmm. uh for two but very uh, cool well i'm watching you right now dude and you're you you <laughs> you can tell you can tell the difference between someone who who is a racing fan and, and drives a lot versus me because you're doing way better <laughs> i've only watched for like 30 seconds and i'm like yep i would be kissing all that vegetation on the left and right <laughs> yeah, if it was bumper cars i'd smoke it i would get yeah. it was bumper cars i'd kill it oh, man. so so fuzzy what uh, i guess if you don't mind maybe just to explain it to, to everybody here like so, so to you, what's new and what's beneficial about this expansion? What is it that that makes it worth the worth the get? Well, a couple of things, and and before we get into like the nuts and bolts of as far as like the tuning mm-hmm. aspect, they they've given you a new map that has something that's geared more towards rally racing. That's more technical, 
a lot more sharp turns, hairpins, mm. uneven pavement, uneven road surfaces, different um, compounds where you go from sand to dirt to pave roads and, and back and forth and then cut across water on occasion. Um, mm. The difference between the big map and this map is that all of those roads and, and some of the sand and dirt and wooded areas, they're kind of spread open where if you wanted to take your hypercar and put dirt tires on it and drive 200 miles an hour, you could do it. And it's little right. to no problem. You can go through all the roads, you can drift sideways and cut through the trees and backyards and stuff like that and not have much of a problem. You try taking that same car that you were having a lot of fun on the main map and try to bring it here, you're going to wind up in the stands and before you get into the stands, they'll reset your car or you're, you're going to have a hard time getting out of doing either circles or donuts or or mm. making some of these hairpin turns just because you have to come to a, a either you have to slow down or aim your car going into the turn a little bit differently, primarily because of how the, the pavement or the angle of the turn or the road surface itself gives you it, it, it sets up well it. It upsets the car if you're just driving it like you normally would. So the big mm -hmm. thing is it gives you a new playground that, yeah, you, you want to drive as fast as you can, but you have to definitely be more aware of the different uh, obstacles that aren't just, you know, the things on the side of the track, but the track itself kind of, right. uh, you know, throwing you out of uh, out of order when you hit that bump or something like that before you go to make the turn because you might, be like, oh, I, I can slow down when I get closer to the turn, but because of the bump, you're going to be flying through the air for a few feet, and you're going to miss your brake zone, and you're going to wind up into the guardrail kind of thing. So you have to definitely play it a little, little more cautiously, and that that part is, you know, for uh, a rally fan or somebody that watches like Pikes Peak and things like that, it's it's mm -hmm. definitely an improvement over the the base game. And then another thing that they give you is like you normally have your driving line and you'll see on like even on my gameplay, I have like the braking line, although the braking line isn't as useful for like with, because of all the things I was saying with the bumps in the road and stuff. But right. Yeah. When you're so doing, is that the braking line that we just saw like a second ago real quick? Like, look, yeah, because that's the only line you have on. Right. Red. And it, yeah, it kind of gives you. you like a, at least that visual thing like, oh, yeah, I better slow down. Like if you were looking to pass somebody and you're in that zone where you're going to be in the red by the time you pass them. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might wind up crashing before you make the turn. But um, right. They, they have in the rally mode where it's just you going against the clock they'll have your co-pilot in the helicopter giving you like a heads up, like, you know, sharp left, sharp right. Oh, that's you know. kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell is you, that okay, kind of new? Is that kind of new to rally where, where you have like a co-pilot talking to you? Like, I, um, I don't know well, if they've the, done that the before. Rally typically will have your co-pilot will be sitting right next to you in the car and, and they're right. like your navigation system. They, they got the map. They're familiar with the track. They give you all the heads up on, you know, the tree limbs, the, the water, the, the, the bumpy roads, the switchback from sand, the hairpin turns, everything. So that person's basically your eyes before you get to the next turn type of thing. So it right. always keeps you like mentally aware. So if you're not, you know, without that co-pilot, you'd probably overspeed going into the turn and wind up in the trees. But having it from the helicopter perspective, they can go a few more turns ahead but it, right, it, right. it makes for a, a kind of like a different feel. It's it's I can't think of a, a particular game that's done the helicopter before, but um, 
it's definitely a nice change. Yeah, it may seem a little bit more arcadey, but with with the way the festival is set up, having the helicopter kind of makes sense in a way that there are, you know, probably if, you know, if this was more of an expansion where you could see the replays from the helicopter, right. that would be pretty cool. But, um, you know, considering you're running a festival, the helicopter is probably, you know, making sure you don't take out the fans for the festival <laughs> as well as, you know, right. making sure they get some of the best views of you going through, you know, the track and stuff like that. So it's those that that uh, co-pilot and helicopter is definitely a, a nice improvement as well. A little bit yeah. uh, different change or uh, nice change in comparison. Let me ask you about the driving lines. Is that I, I know, is that something that you take off just because? You're, you're clearly better at the game than I am because I, I wouldn't even probably dare take that off. Is it more of an annoyance to you after or is it like a skill thing where you don't want to necessarily know where the next turn is? So you turn that off. So I, it's more like a surprise. I, I turn it down only because like I'm used. Well, I, it's not that I've raced this kind of uh, rally racing in real life, but I've, I've gone right. to tracks before and and. I prefer not having like the blue and yellow and green line on the track. I, I would, if they could, I would prefer them to have like orange cones, like some um, mm. uh, racing games have done in the past. They kind of yeah. give you a heads up of the braking zone. Um, like on normal track racing, you'll have in a lot of cases, you'll have signs or some sort of point of reference off to the side of the track. Like they'll usually tell you 300 meters, 200 meters, 100 meters, or something like that before you come to the turn where it's like, yeah, if you're not already on the brakes, you're definitely going into the tires or the, the uh, key litter or gravel pit before you make the turn. But for me, the braking zone is kind of like sometimes you get so into focusing on the cars you're racing against or you're taking in the scenery, having that that little extra warning, even though it doesn't stand out as much. It's that nice little glimpse, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm getting ready to hit the yellow. Let me slow it down. Right, right. Know, instead of trying to cut this guy off or pass this guy before I get to the turn, let me slow down and then you know try to beat them coming out of the turn. Uh, you know, get hit the apex a little bit better, and then get a little bit more speed coming out of the corner type of thing. But uh, right. What's uh? I'm curious. I I there was. It, correct me if I'm wrong because I I haven't played this uh, new DLC. But there's mm -hmm. 10 new cars in this, right? That they added specifically yes. for this rally? Okay. Mm -hmm. So is and, there anything that stands... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. It, there, there's, it's a nice mix of a couple of trucks, a couple of buggies, and a couple of cars. Uh, the main thing that I've noticed is that it's more so like off-road stuff. Like there's one ATV. All I right. think there's like two trophy trucks. Uh, and then there's like two or three buggies that one of them is more of like a rock crawling Jeep, which actually is kind of funny because it's the type of stuff I used to uh, work on or build as far as for um, the King of the Hammers uh, racing, you know, back when I worked for my, my previous employer and stuff. But uh, All right. they have like these, these uh, lightweight buggies that are uh, rear engine, usually small block V8s or what they use for them, but you can equip them with turbos so that way one one of the big things and, and it's not just solely in this dlc it's across the board for all of forza horizon so whether you buy the expansion or not you'll you'll have access to the new anti-lag turbos so when you upgrade a turbo or put a racing turbo on the engine you can choose just a regular racing turbo which will be for higher rpms more power and whatnot but 
the anti lag will work with like the the basically launch control and have it where if you hold the parking brake and hold the gas at the same time before you start mm-hmm. you'll hear the turbo spool up and it'll shoot flames out of the exhaust and then as soon as you let off the uh, parking brake it almost works almost like a traction control to give you the most power output to the tires with minimal wheel slippage that's awesome so that's that's uh, 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 update that they've done to Forza across the board that definitely helps, but it it goes in line a lot with rally cars in general and some of the off road vehicles included that they uh, put into this expansion. But if you right. want to take your drag racing car and put a twin turbo on it and you know get a little bit better launch, you can do that as well when you're in the the base game at the drag strip and stuff like that, or just you know street racing on the highway, right? But, um, Back to the the cars that are that they've added to the game. They did add one uh, electric vehicle, the uh, Ford Lightning, the yeah, new F one fifty pickup, yeah. which I I kind of want one of those, but I'm not ready to give up my Jeep just yet. But um, <laughs> I I don't know from what I've learned in the past, having an electric vehicle with bigger wheels and tires may not be the best course of action because you're going to be eating up a lot of battery power with those right. big tires. But you can you can do this in the game and and have fun with it and turn it into a rock crawler or a drifting vehicle. The trophy trucks are a nice mix on on pavement and on dirt or sand uh, racing. Same thing with the buggies. Um, the uh, the one um, like rally monster car that they give you, which is like the, the first one you start off with, which is like a uh, Ford Focus RS, which. They didn't really have that style of RS here in the States, but for a lot of those that love hot hatches in like the UK, this is mm-hmm. pretty much like the the McRae rally racing vehicle that won a lot of championships in the right. past. And, and it's it's a nice add to the game where you get that as your starting vehicle and you can build it up and put that racing turbo with the anti-lag and pretty much win a lot of the races, if not all the races through the entire DLC, but it'll allow for you to unlock all the other cars that they give you, as well as like a uh, Hoonigan uh, Beetle uh, that's a buggy with like I a did uh, see small that one. That looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that but, one um, looks pretty awesome. What about the tracks themselves? I'm just curious because this looks like the biggest, I think this is the basic, uh, biggest expansion they've had. It's, it's. I think they said they had 20 stages for this, which seems astronomically big. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong because I haven't played it, but that seems like it. Like well, that's they, a lot of road. Well, they they did add a lot of different types of racing. Like you're going to have it where you can just race through dirt and mud, or you can just strictly mm. race on pavement, or you can race on like a mix of dirt and pavement, either daytime with a little bit of rain, sometimes dry roads, but mainly like wet roads on some portions, or you can race at night where it's like a mix of everything. You might have a little bit of rain, you might have clear skies, but you're going between dirt and pavement as well. So they, right, they've right. given a nice mix of all of the types of, you know, pavements or, or uh, you know, terrain types that you'll be driving across. Now, Blizzard Mountain had a decent amount as well, but a lot of them were repeats of the same, like, layout. So basically you would gotcha. race up the hill or race down the hill. So I think they had like 30 different races, but it, it came down to like 11 different tracks that you were racing like three times each gotcha. or something like that. 
This one, I think a lot of them have it where those 20, you race two different ways. You can race solo against the clock. And it's basically against your friends list drivatars and what their times are. Um, and then you could do the race against the drivatars in like a normal, you know, 16 to 20 uh, car race. No, actually, no, 12 car race where it's like pretty much the same level cars from your, your friends list. Uh, their driver cars will be driving in similarly equipped vehicles and mm -hmm. you just try to beat them to the finish type of thing. Very cool. I mean, it looks pretty dang awesome. Um, just yeah. watching you play right now. Definitely <laughs> better than me. I see Pong, so, I see Pong solo in there. <laughs> I see a in lot second of place. first place for you. you yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, so when you were on uh, Boom Show on Friday and you had this footage going, mm -hmm. um, it was awesome because there was uh, one of the where you were right getting ready to cross the finish line, and you actually uh, e brake or whatever, and your car did a spin and crossed yeah. the line that way. It was so awesome. I'm not saying you were showing <laughs> off, but dude, that was freaking awesome. And Boom's like. Oh, I can never do that. <laughs> it was pretty, really, we just pretty do cool. that. We just do it when we're not meaning to do it. Not like at, a, <laughs> at the finish line. <laughs> he is to make oh, sure you have enough of a lead. So that way, when you spin out, they don't quite catch you crossing. The right, line. right, right, I've, right. I've had yeah. some of those times where it's like, I didn't realize the, the second place car was like right behind me and I'm spinning out. And it's like, oh, I finished second because I was going backwards while they kept That's going funny. forward type of thing. But uh yeah, yeah it, it's it's a fun thing to do sometimes. It's like, hey, it's the end of the race. This isn't going to be one of those things where you do it for the rival uh, time trials and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's more of like a habit. I've I've seen like uh, in like the MotoGP races where the guys will do the wheelie before they cross the line. Now most of the time right. they they stick it. There's been a few times where the guy has done a wheelie crossing the line and they, they pretty much uh, drop the bike and, and tumble. And sometimes they're in enough of a lead where they still finish first. But uh, there, there's been a few where the guy wound up finishing, I think, third because he took a tumble before doing it, trying to show off. But, uh, you know, it's, it's now this, 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 the new, this looks like the buggy you were talking about earlier, right? The little, uh, no, this is one of the earlier ones. Just... I didn't, uh, oh, in okay. this footage, I didn't do the new buggy, but this was like the, I guess you could say like the detuned version, like the Hoonigan version oh, gotcha. already starts with a, a beefier motor. This one is more of like a, a D or C class vehicle. The one that they give you with the new expansions, like I believe it starts at a B and I think I have it like it, it doesn't take much to get it to an A level pretty quick. Um, okay. but this one with it starting off in a D, you pretty much have to do an engine swap to get it to a B or A, uh, a class level. Wow. Gotcha. It's pretty awesome. So this is though, dude. this DLC is what? It's like twenty bucks for this, right? Twenty bucks unless well, if you have a Game Pass subscription, it winds up being right. like I think seventeen and change or something like that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Oh, and uh, Steel Rain's right. Uh, the Hot Wheels DLC map is about the same in size. It's just that I think there's kind of like more drivable area only because. 
with Hot Wheels, you have the ground and then the tracks in the air kind of thing. Or, right, or right. Above the ground. You're uh, right. You can't go too far to the left or too far to the right. <laughs> yeah. But, there, but yeah. there's also a bit of water on this one where you can drive on some of the water in the Hot Wheels, but you can't drive on the water on, on all of the water in this one. There's most of it you can, but there's like a little lake off to like, I think it's to like the top right or something like that, where mm-hmm. if you go too far across it, you're, they're going to reset you back on land type of thing. But yeah, they, they've been doing pretty good with the size of the maps, at least for this horizon in comparison to previous ones. Right. So what's your uh, overall uh, score on this? Would you, I mean, would you think it's, it's worth it for you? Yeah. Is it worth the purchase? I, I would say it's worth the purchase. If, if they're a fan of off-road racing in any way, shape or form, Pikes Peak type racing, rally racing, uh, or even if they just like the rally type cars, like, driving sideways through the dirt or basically drifting in dirt kind of thing. <laughs> if that sounds like fun, this is definitely well worth it. Um, if they're not into that as much and they're more into the hypercars and want to drive their Ferrari 200 miles an hour on the, you know, the highway or, you know, paved roads. Yeah. This probably won't do it for them. But for, for me, I give it an eight out of 10. Um, okay. There's only a small number of things I would have liked to have seen them do in addition to this where I wish they would have been able to secure the, um, I think it was at the Lancia license, which they kind of lost that due to some negotiation that fell through before the Horizon even released or Horizon 5 released. Um, But Lancia, they're like classic, uh, like a derivative of Fiat and Ferrari, where it was like the perfect rally car. It was like a baby Ferrari that could rally. Wow. basically and wow. um, yeah that sounds cool. unfortunately they they didn't secure the licensing on it so that was one brand that was missing other than that i i would like for them to do uh for future instead of having it where the map is like a completely different section possibly, i was gonna ask you about that yeah so possibly, yeah so it is basically you have to like you're teleporting correct essentially yeah. to to this area it's not actually connected directly to the existing map is that right Right. you okay. have to it, you basically simulate taking a helicopter to this area and then you take right. a helicopter back to the other area with the hot wheels it's like it's in the clouds <laughs> but uh um, yeah yeah for the most part i i would like for them at some point and i i know this is it would be weird because how do you monetize an expansion if it's like an available map? But then again, if you look at games like Call of Duty or any first person shooter, usually the maps are free and then yeah. the monetization comes from other places. So that way you don't segment the right. What do you put base. a giant brick wall like <laughs> <laughs> do not enter and it just you keep smashing into an invisible barrier. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a good point. I don't know logistically how you do that without yeah. it, every, every, without a bunch of people going, what the hell is happening to the game? Right. right? I, can't, I can't cross this border. So that, that's a good point. So maybe that maybe those are actually maybe those a smart move on their part because they probably get a lot more people who complain, you know, yeah, they couldn't get into I, that. Why can't they go over the bridge, or why can't I cross right. this little uh, river? Right. Where Especially I see if you see something, it, right? It looks cool. <laughs> right, you see, like everyone else have fun right across the road. You're like, I can't go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh, well, Fuzzy, yeah. thank you so much for uh, giving us the insight on this because uh, I'm looking forward to trying this myself. And I yeah, forgot I the to discount on Game Pass. It's uh, it's definitely worth yep. it because it yeah. saves you more money right there. Um, mm, yeah. Wanted to uh, quickly uh, thank everybody who's here in the chat right now. And, of course, more people coming in. We're getting ready to jump to uh, some more subjects. And, of course, if you have got something and you're in the chat and you're like, I want to ask them this or you have a comment to make, you can definitely put it in the chat. Or we have something new that we're trying, which is the uh, speak pipe, uh, which I put mm -hmm. the link in chat just now. You can click on that. You click on it, gives you up to a 90 second um, voicemail that you can leave us. Uh, Retro will pull them up. He'll do it throughout the show. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll play it back live on the air uh, where everybody can hear what you have to say. And that doesn't cost a thing. It's free for everybody. So please yep. feel free to, to give it a try because I know. I know that Lord Master Jasper's just chomping at the bit to ask a question to Fuzzy. <laughs> and I know that Kaysante and Steel Rain are both just, uh, they have got some really intense questions coming. Just just good stuff coming. And the, <laughs> no, the like, rains. What is he picking on us for? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but well, Richard, what, cool. else, what, what else you got up? Uh, well, we got all kinds of subjects here, but I let me, let me just, let me just bring up um, this one, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the that. BAFTA for best game goes to Vampire Survivors. Yes, people, that's right. Vampire Survivors beat the crap out of all kinds of games. Putting <laughs> Elden Ring. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're not Luca. Um, and uh, so and, uh, and it also beat uh, my favorite game, uh, not so yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cult of the Lamb, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Marvel Snap, and Stray. I didn't even realize they were adding in um, mobile games to this, which is kind of what makes feels like make you know separates BAFTAs from VGAs and, and the other gaming awards. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, we 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 always talk a, a good game about Vampire Survivors, and here it is winning a freaking BAFTA against the biggest, you know, largest games that there are out there. I just that kind of uh, is shocking, and obviously the guys who won the award were these guys uh, were also shocked. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think they thought they were going to win. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know what everyone in the chat thinks or what you guys think, but or if you guys played uh, Fuzzy. Did you play Vampire Survivors? Did you get a chance to play it at all? Or? I, yeah, I did play it for a while. I did not finish it because I, I forget what game came out shortly after that I wound up falling into. But um, yeah, for the most part, Vampire Survivors was kind of that surprise, and I heard everybody was having fun playing it. But it was one that I was like, I'm going to stay away because everybody's saying they're addicted to this game. And there were a few games yeah. that I was on, like the the on the horizon list kind of thing. So it was like, should I play this? And it's like, yeah, I, I see why they're saying they're addicted to it. It is addicting. But I think once I unlock, I think all but like the later stage characters, I was like, yeah, I need to. I need to go back to my looter shooters and, and my mm -hmm. racing games and stuff like that. Cause I'm, I'm either falling behind collecting cars or falling behind on some of my builds in like the division and things like that. But yeah, that game right. was a ton of fun nonetheless. I, I, I loved it. And addicting is, as absolutely the right word for that. It kind of reminded me of like being in Vegas and not being able to leave the table. I just, uh, you just got like sucked in. I couldn't stop. And like, why is this game so good? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, congratulations to the to the team of Vampire Survivors for winning that. And I just wanted to point out um, another little thing because this was my favorite narrative game last year, and that was <gasps> Plague Tale wins best narrative. Thank you, Baftas, for for telling you know telling the world uh, that that game hundred percent deserved that. If you haven't played that game, I, I highly encourage you to do that and uh, and get ready to cry at the end because it's 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 a it's Don't a tear jerker. It's a tear jerker, but Just wow, kidding. is it but good? Hey, uh, is now, it good? now Vampire uh, Survivor they they did announce too that they have got some new DLC coming too. So that's coming. They do. Soon, so they do have DLC. I can't remember what it was, but I think uh, again, I was cheap. I think it, I think it was like three ninety nine for the DLC that's coming out. I think so. Um, yeah. Really yeah, most reasonable. likely. Yeah, their yeah, but their last one after you, I think after you got your Game Pass discount, it was like two dollars and fifty cents or whatever the heck it was. It. Yeah, a lot of people bought that. Um, even bought it so, on Steam Deck just so I have it multiple yeah. places. Yeah. I mean, there you go, another example of 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 Game Pass yeah, coming out in clutch and and having a game just become that successful. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I think yeah. I think without Game Pass, I don't think I don't think you see vampire survivors on the stage of BAFTA. I don't, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but I don't think you see it. No, I, I don't think you would see it at least not this year. Like it was starting to grow on the PC side of things, but yeah, I, I yeah. think once it hit console and it was in game pass and you just had pretty much everybody and their grandma try it and then have fun with it. I, I think that's where it caught fire at that point. It, it, it would have eventually caught fire, like kind of like an among us type of thing, but, I, right. I think yeah. Game Pass made it like instant. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, kind of almost like an instant success. I mean, that's I wasn't going to touch it. I wasn't even going to touch it, but boom, boom, and you know, everyone on the panel just, you know, could be quiet about this game, and I was like, oh my god, I almost felt like obligated to try it, and thank God I did because I I absolutely loved that game. I thought it was great, mm. um, but you know, like I said, it was addicting. So, all right, let's let's move on to the next subject. The next subject is is this one, and this is kind of well, it's a little controversial. It's a little you know. Eh. It's Ubisoft Plus coming to Game Pass, or is well the the real rumor is I clicked on the wrong one. Sorry, that was uh, I just buried the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox in April. Pretend I didn't just show you that uh, second slide. So, mm-hmm. uh, is anyone interested in Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox in general? And do you think it's coming in April? Do you guys care about Ubisoft? Or are you guys fans of Ubisoft games? Ooh. Fuzzy, I will go to you first. I have a love-hate relationship right now with, with Ubisoft, um, primarily because one of my favorite games, The Division, they, they've kind of left it on life support. So mm-hmm. do I think it's coming to Xbox in general? I, I believe so, but... The, the biggest drawback, and, and we've kind of joked about this in like DMs and things like that, where it's like they haven't really released any games to have <laughs> the, the Ubisoft Plus be worth it. Like you're paying $15 yeah. a month and you would only have access to their classics, which isn't bad, but a lot of their classics are already either on, you know, Game Pass or already on like, you know, PS Plus kind of thing. So I don't know. Like, yeah it would be nice if it came in april um but there's only a handful of games that i foresee on the horizon that would be in april maybe avatar finally gets released uh heard some 
not so nice rumors about it in the background where James Cameron wasn't happy with it. So that's why we haven't seen it in time for right. the movie. And yep. then it got, you have, it got pushed. Yeah. And then you have Heartland, yep. which is a free to play. So if it's free to play, you don't really need Ubisoft Plus to play it. So right. they're, they're kind of in the tough spot. So would I like to see it come to Xbox? Yes. More options always. Yes. Just, just add more, more, more. But mm-hmm. for $15, they, they need to start releasing like Skull and Bones. Uh, <laughs> what is that? The Crew Festival? And the crew, then, yeah. Uh, there's a handful of other ones and I know they, they're probably going to wait until May the 4th to talk about, you know, massive working on star, uh, star Wars. So well, mm. yeah, it, it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, now that I bury the lead. This is the second one I was supposed to put, put up because there is, there is some debate on what's going on with Ubisoft plus, mm-hmm. uh, is it just coming to Xbox versus is it coming to game pass? And in what form? Uh, I, I put in here maybe Ubisoft Classics instead, because that's what I, I just just what I personally believe. If there is any chance of anything going into Game Pass, I think it's the classics. Uh, yeah. It kind of like EA Play does, right? Every after six months to a year later, you know, you get everything from EA. Hence, why I don't buy anything mm-hmm. from EA because I know it's coming. It's a guarantee. It's not an if, it's a when. So, you know, I, my backlog is huge anyway, so I can just wait on every EA game to eventually hit Game Pass, which is great. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about this? Do you think there's a possibility? I know, like, me and Boom totally d- disagree on this one, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's great to have differing opinions. He mm-hmm. thinks they're going to get the full, full-blown uh, Ubisoft Plus. I'm on the side, if you're lucky, if anything, you get classics. What do you guys think? Do you think this could be rolled into to Game Pass or or what? And uh, Fuzzy, I'll go to you first, sir. Um, when when it comes to if it's going to be a full Ubisoft Plus or if it's going to be like classics, classics definitely makes sense. I I could see that being an easy one, especially considering I think they have classics now and PS Plus, so it wouldn't be too hard of a deal. Right. And I'm pretty sure. Whatever bag of cash Microsoft would give them, they'd be happy to give us the classics or at least access to it all the time type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as the the full boat where you're getting the full game, and I, I think they used to have tiers where you had like the basic Ubisoft Plus gave you the new games, and then there was like a plus plus tier or something where it gave you all the DLC as well. I don't think we get the one with all the DLC. I, I would love yeah. for that to happen, but if we're going to get uh Ubisoft Plus in Game Pass, I think it's like a bare bones. You get the game and then you still need to buy the DLC kind of thing. So it would be like a hybrid, like maybe Mm -hmm. a bit of classics, maybe a bit of um, some of their new games. I don't know if they put in every new game, but then then that makes it kind of weird. It's not real Ubisoft Plus at that point, but they, they have games that make sense in in uh game pass like what was that rainbow six uh extraction yeah Although i think extraction. it's leaving it's leaving already it is 
it's leaving uh, in uh, yeah less than 15 days <laughs> but yeah. like that game made sense to put in you know game pass because it's yeah. it even though it's not a true new ip but it's like a new spin on an ip an existing right. IP. so that one makes sense i mean in all honesty it makes sense to have you know rainbow six even with all the seasonal stuff that they're doing continue to have that in there have division in there um as far Assassin's as Assassin's Creed game, Origins, we got as yeah, well. Assassin's Creed Origins. Like, you could probably at this point, I would say, have all the DLC for all the Assassin's Creeds except for the most recent one, like Valhalla. Maybe don't mm-hmm. have all the DLC from that one mixed in there. But like, if you make another Assassin's Creed, I I, I think if they want to include that in like an Ubisoft Plus that's in Game Pass, I I think we see like a five dollar to although it'd be out of my price range, a $15 like extra charge to Game Pass, like almost like a cable channel, like, oh, get the, you know, the Disney Plus package or some type of thing. Yeah. Maybe we get something like that. But if it's more than $5, especially considering they haven't really released new stuff in a while, I I might pass. Yeah, I kind of agree. We were were talking about this on on Boom Show, too. And Umbra just kept he just it's like they were trying to will it into existence for me. But like, what if this retry, though, like like you were just (laughs) saying, Fuzzy, like, what if it was only five dollars more? Well, I'm like, well, okay, then I'm in. But Mm. I don't I kind of agree with you, Fuzzy. Like, I don't even see the value of Ubisoft Plus by itself. I mean, you're only talking like 60 games, all Ubisoft games. Um, and I have some issues with some Ubisoft games where I feel they're a little samey. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, join the rest of the crowd to say that, but I kind of agree with them. Um, you know, the Assassin's Creeds are great, but I, at the same time, I also think about the future of Ubisoft, and the only future I see is Assassin's Creed. They, they're talking about ten more freaking games for the, for these guys, and I'm yeah. like, that's not exciting to me. The Japan one is like some, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the types of Assassin's Creeds games that are coming out. That's exciting. Yeah. But what's not exciting is when you tell me now the next 10, you know, you're going to do 10 more Assassin's Creed. That makes me go, what, uh, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, Dave, Retry. you got to chime in on this. Re- what, re- what do you need to comment? Uh, okay. Infinite Umbra, give it, give it to the dark side retreat. No, Umbra. <laughs> Slytherin, Team Slytherin, Team Slytherin. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a couple of quick things. What do you think? Um, well, oh, sure. Um, on um, the Avatar, I mean, we talked about it didn't meet the deadline for the movie, but fortunately for them, there's three more coming out. So plenty of time for it to meet one <laughs> of those deadlines. A long time. Day's not right. They have. Like, yeah. not, we're not going to see another Avatar movie for another seven years, so they have seven more years. <laughs> plenty of time to work on that thing. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. that's true. No big deal. You know, we'll be on to the next console by then, but it's okay. I'm just. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I I, I personally. You know, I would love it if it was included. I just don't think it makes financial sense for Ubisoft. I know Ubisoft is hurting for money, so you mm-hmm. think, oh, they want a big bag of money. Yeah. But if they but if they were to do the classics and then you know still brought the other one available, the full, uh, the full one on there for maybe a maybe a ten dollars standalone, but yeah. you get everything that have mm-hmm. that have Ubisoft Plus on there that's available. It's still a win f- for Xbox fans because we have choices. More choices yeah. are better for gamers. Period. Yeah, but uh, but that's just that's that's my view, and uh, I could be wrong. 
not. No, yeah, but I think uh, I kind of like that opinion. Though. Go ahead, Dave. Well, thanks, sorry, I know. I was just gonna. Yeah. I was just gonna remind everybody, and and I know Mav is dying to get onto a uh, speak pipe and leave us a comment in real time. Did you check that, Bridget? Has anybody left him? I'm gonna. Yet? Ch- I'm gonna check it right now. As you were saying that, let me check. Make sure. Oh, we need to we check it like every one. two or three minutes. All right, just give me a second. You guys keep talking, and I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm gonna we have one. Happen. I'm gonna make this happen. I'm not oh, telling you who it's from. That's yeah. okay. This will be yeah. a surprise. It's so, I'm so excited. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not a you know a. a no, 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 no. This is a trustworthy a, person. This is a. <laughs> actual oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can. We can trust this guy. Does he have an OnlyFans? I don't know. No. <laughs> Somebody do like a, a what do you call them? Um, oh man, I have a brain fart now. But it'd be like Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, um, well, you know, I still think that's a good idea for a show, man. Fuzzy yeah. after dark. Just saying. Fuzzy after dark. I know it kind of <laughs> just rolls right off the tongue. I like it. <laughs> Fuzzy's like, kill oh, me, y'all. Shut up. Yeah. I'm <laughs> kidding. All right. I didn't listen to this, and I'm trusting this person not Here to say anything too 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 bad. But this is this is our boy Kaysante. Let's let's see if this works. Right here we go. <laughs> What's going on, Gamers Council? This is Kaysante. Great show as usual. You want an intense question from me, so here I go. I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but Ubisoft is testing out a piece of software called Ghostwriter. This is an AI-based piece of software that they'll use to fill in all the noise, they call the barks, in the background of their games. You know, mm-hmm. So up until now, everything you've heard in the background has been by, made by people. But this software is going to use AI to fill that in. First mm-hmm. off, I thought that was an amazing idea. And then I also thought, hey, this might lead to a lot of people losing their jobs. What do you guys think? Let me know. Dang it, Kay. Man, Kay, that's a good question. (laughs) He wasn't joking. He's like, here it is. Here's some AI thrown out. (laughs) Uh, One thing, Richie, I I thought that was great. Maybe next time, if if it's possible, to bring the volume up just a little bit more. Oh, I can. But I can. other than I'm that, sorry. I thought it was yeah. great. No, no, it was good. If it, uh, yeah, if it's low in the beginning, just tell me to crank it. I'll crank it. Thanks, um, Kaysante. You are the man. Yeah. But what? Yeah. So, what do you guys think? His question. Man. Go, uh, go, go for it, Fuzzy. Unless you want me to go first, go for it. I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, sure. I, I, I like the idea of AI as far as being incorporated in games, whether it's creating like little missions or some of the audio in the background or some of the you know i guess smaller task stuff that usually takes you know the coders actually a good bit more time to you know add in piecemeals or or like the you know plans for the npcs and stuff so having ai do it would be awesome but from a job standpoint now just focusing on ubisoft for this moment they've kind of gotten a bit bloated size-wise and i it's great to be self-contained with, <laughs> yeah you know, all of your support studios or basically your additional studios and stuff like that. But I could see that becoming eventually a problem for scaling back or scaling down to some extent. So it's bound to happen with Ubisoft at some point, whether they get purchased or they, you know, figure out a way to make games and make money and not have Eve's kind of, you know, put it all on the employees type of thing. But Mm. uh, it, I, I think it's that tough area that I think until we actually dive in head first, we won't exactly know how far it goes. Because usually when you add some of this technical stuff, 
yeah, it may take away certain jobs, but then other jobs are created because now you need somebody to help train the AI or keep track of the AI to make sure that it's not creating like, you know, copyrighted stuff or something mm-hmm. along those lines. So it, it might force some people to, you know, retrain or train in different fields that are more AI centric than what they were doing before. So it, it it's, it's a tough one, but I, I say bring it on, but yeah, we with, I guess with caution. We have to be prepared to see those announcements. You know, five thousand laid off or ten thousand. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Fuzzy. The, 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 uh, damn you, K. What a great question. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, because it's yeah. Thank you, K. I begged him in the chat. Um, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one because because I I want to see I want to see this technology. I want to see. AI, I want to see you know, chat, chat, uh, GPT and, and, and technologies like that, like infuse into video games, whether it's storylines or if, you know, they're writing, you know, pieces of code um, for the programmers and whatnot. I think that's really cool. Um, but the job thing, the job thing, yeah, that could be a problem. And a company like Ubisoft specifically, I, I could see them laying off a lot of people you know, like bringing it in with 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 the thought of of getting rid of a lot of expenses and a lot of overhead, especially with a company that is twenty thousand strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I we already think they're already probably way too bloated as as is, and uh, I expect to see this year specifically some some layoffs from Ubisoft. So them bringing it in. Uh, I, I think it's unavoidable, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, the job things stinks, but I think it's going to happen. Um, these companies have all the right to use this technology and they're going to. So nope. I think the industry has to prepare for layoffs due to that. But I also agree with Fuzzy. Like, it's what's the balance, right? You Maybe you lose 5,000 people, but maybe you only need 100 to teach the AI. Like, I don't know if it'll quite balance itself out, but I do agree with Fuzzy. I think it'll also create other types of jobs. And who knows, maybe the market will even itself out at the end of the day when it comes to this sort of thing. But uh, everyone's going to be using it. We know Microsoft's going to be using it. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, I think everybody's going to be using it, to be honest with you. I mean, you, you can already you can already do you can already use chat uh, GPT right now to to code to go code games now. Um <laughs> So it's not not like complex stuff, but still pieces of code and little sections and, and stuff. Th- those are jobs. Those are, those are people's jobs. So, yeah, great question, K. Dave, Dave, okay, what do you so, uh, um, what do you think? Quickly on that, I think I think that if it's something that they license out, and it's a smaller developer, smaller gaming company, it makes extreme sense because that would enable yeah. them to get games out faster. And have less resources and hopefully put out a better product. Uh, mm-hmm. Large, you know, big game companies. I mean, like you said, it's kind of inevitable. I think that's the, you know, it's not. It, maybe it doesn't necessarily kill jobs, but it frees them up for other avenues or other aspects of the game that they can put those people on that they don't have a, a quick, quote unquote, AI fix. So the game comes mm-hmm. out even faster. So that's an, another way to look at it too. That that is definitely the possibility. There's a couple of quick um, things I want to bring up real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, and, and uh, I want to jump on this one, then I want to go back to another one. Um, but uh, Goat Reviews uh, 
put this. Uh, go ahead and read that one there, Retro. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm just laughing at the freaking name. It's hilarious. Goat reviews. I love that. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to see AI at Retro debate the real. Oh, Jesus, Retro. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who would win? Well, I could debate myself all day. Look, I, I, in the same sentence, I'll so, like I'll, I'll make a point and disagree with myself in the same sentence. So, <laughs> so are you saying you're a master debater? Goat. Oh, sure. sorry. I, I couldn't use it. Oh, boy. There's, uh, there's uh, Dave's boy. dad Dave's joke for the day. <laughs> no, but, uh, but he did have another really good question, and I want to go ahead and bring All right. Since we kind of, you know, this is, this is our thing. Go refuse. If you are welcome, if you're, if you're, if this is a first time, I haven't seen your name in the chat before. If it's not, I apologize. But thank you for being here, Goat. Uh, Goat Review says, do we expect an Amazon Luna Xbox ABK 10-year deal for the next couple of weeks? I do. I definitely do. Uh, I've been preaching this for for a little while now. Uh, I personally think it's coming. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, Luna? I, is I would next? like to see it happen. I mean, it it would go to show the how serious Amazon, or not serious Amazon, but the, how serious Microsoft is as far as trying to grow the brand, reach those two or three billion gamers, and you know, even though they're more of the competitor that they envision as far as down the road for this cloud tech. Yeah, yep. I think there's still a possibility or a potential for them to earn the revenue on the actual games themselves. And it might make for not that we need consoles to be like PCs, but if you have more of this working relationship where, you know, things can exist, it'll be more like the way Apple and Google are with their app stores now. Not saying that you need to have Amazon and Microsoft be the duopoly or something like that. Right. I, I think at that point, it, it would probably benefit things as opposed to, you know, going out all war because they do have more, more servers, more cloud tech, but this is gaming and Microsoft has a, a good bit of a lead on Amazon in that regard. So it, 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 I, I hope they get something, you know, figured out and worked out and Luna yeah. uh, subscribers will benefit. <laughs> I think so. Right. And, and the big, big thing about it, though, is basically it just opens up the ability to stream those games that they've already purchased from Microsoft or wherever this, you know. So, so I think that, you know, it benefits both and can, you know, if they have that many more people playing Call of Duty when they own it, then it's like, holy crap. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, if everybody's thought, you know, oh, Call of Duty is the number one game. But then if all these yep. avenues open up and it's still going to be on PlayStation, I guarantee you PlayStation ain't going to let this go because they need that money. Even if it's not all the money they were making, they still need the money that it's going to make. All those different avenues, all the different ways, even the Switch, you know, is however it's going to play. Oh, my God. that This game could be from the biggest game of all time to the biggest game of all time. It, yeah. I mean, it could be really Passing insane. Minecraft, possibly. Exactly. You just never know. Yeah. But but the possibilities and the, like I said, Microsoft, they're picking and choosing. They're smart. The best thing for them to do is to open up the avenues on this particular franchise for everybody. Right. Yeah. Other games, you know, maybe Diablo, maybe you make that exclusive at some point. Who knows? But this you want to get this in as many hands as possible. That's my opinion. And I there you Let's go into it. I'm sticking to <laughs> this. Uh, this is a good point, and this uh, this is what I was mentioning on on Boom's podcast not too long ago, and that is it's going to Europe. 
Like that's it wasn't even Europe. I don't think a lot of people I don't think knew that. Um, so Luna is expanding and they just mm -hmm. did that like last week, maybe. Um, nope. So that's a that's a big deal. So thank you, RSJ, for bringing that uh, good point up um, that, you know, that, and, and Ubisoft plus their highest tier also has their the cloud part of that is directly uh, they have a partnership with Amazon Luna themselves, too. So, which is, I think, $18 a month, I think is what it is. So your like extra benefit is like some cloud, you know, cloud options uh, through through Luna. So yeah. who knows? More, Maybe uh, these things all come together. Any more of uh, uh, voice chats there? In, uh, no, I just, uh, yeah, I keep, I'm going to check like, uh, like every, like every few minutes, but nothing, nothing right now. But uh, thank and, you, uh, Kay, for is getting ready to end doing too, that. And that, uh, that is, uh, should Ubisoft Plus be included in Game Pass? 75% say yes, 25% say no. Where you yeah. go? I mean, it's like, should it? Of course. And we should all say yes because we should <laughs> get more games. Like, I don't well, want to say people more. probably think that if it is included, <laughs> price is going to go up. I don't think yeah, so. I, but, yeah, very true. Because one of the I, things I, that offsets that game pass that, that and, I'll be, I'll, and we'll move on after this is sure. that, you know, if people talk about, you know, well, game pass costs this and, you know, it's going to go all this money they're spending. The more people they get in Game Pass, right now it's like probably around thirty thousand. But when they start getting to the million, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, right. two hundred thousand, there's more money to go more places. So they can do these yeah. kind of things because Microsoft is pretty smart about investing a lot. Right now it's already profitable. They've said that. So if it's already profitable, and then it's going to get that much more money and that much more monthly income, holy snikes. It's right there. They're, this can be really big because smart thing for them to do is to keep it to where we can't live without it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think to can't live without it is, is exactly right. It's, it's a <laughs> Netflix model. We keep, we keep bitching about the fact that Netflix increases their prices every <laughs> six months or whatever the hell, but guess what? I don't know anyone who's really gotten rid of it. We're all, sh or we're all sharing those accounts, right? Yeah. So, uh, King Web, uh, he's saying it's, uh, he's saying, I think he's, he's talking about Luna here. It's different uh, dynamic from the rest of the other cloud services. Luna is the same as Game Pass, where all the games are in there and you pay the fee. And I think he's right. Uh, I think, yeah. So, like, it's not like um, uh, NVIDIA GeForce now, it's not mm -hmm. quite the same type of thing where you have all those games have to be purchased you just have the option to yep. stream those games but either way I, I think it's i think it's really more about just appeasing you know the eu and the cma and the ftc and shutting them up and i think <laughs> i think amazon whether whether you think luna services is, is great or not it's the name it's that yeah. will that will go across every you know every journalist will be writing that story versus the smaller companies that are getting these um, um deals with abk and possibly uh, other blizzard and 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 xbox games amazon packs a punch right that's yeah. that's a great headline you know what i mean and yep. i think that's that's what's you know that's what well, i think deal, xbox this, needs this and wants got to pass and uh, as soon as lena khan gets out of the way <laughs> even even dying to use that. that one for weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally, finally got a kind of reason to use uh, use that one. Oh, here oh, I got another yeah. one for you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting. 
yeah, we're having we're having a great time. Thank you guys for coming out tonight and uh, talking with us. And thank you, Kay, for being our first person on SpeakPipe. And hopefully, we will get more of that uh, hey, Fuzzy, in the future. Do you, have a, do you have a little bit more time? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, Retro, you want to keep yeah. going for a little bit? I still got more in. Well, let me get rid of this one real quick because this was a little right. contentious that was on the and internet. If anybody needs to take a break, meaning the panel, just uh, just excuse yourself. Put up your, you know, yeah, non camera and then be, go to the your boys' room. Your be right, yeah. Just <laughs> if you got to go to the bathroom, Lord knows, Lord knows, my bladder. You know, I'm getting older. <laughs> things happen. <laughs> Anywho, Microsoft Game Pass Family Plan. Not $40, right? Nope, not, $40 not $40 a month. That was the New Zealand pricing, which converts to $25 USD. Mm -hmm. um, so just to kind of get around uh, around that subject, obviously you saw someone made it made a mistake. And uh, yeah, it was an honest mistake. I looked up I looked up this guy's Twitter. He's not he wasn't an a-hole. He wasn't trying to send out misinformation. He just thought he stumbled on something that no one knew was out. Mm -hmm. um, and did the same thing that I did last in, in February. I'd forgotten that I'd switched my Xbox to New Zealand. <laughs> and I almost crapped my pants when I see this ad that says family, uh, the game, uh, family game pass plan, $40. And I was like, what the F? And I started making a video on it. And as I'm making it, my little light bulb goes off and is like, oh, shit, Ryan. No, oh, wait, then we just change our Xbox to uh New Zealand so I can play Atomic Heart one day early. Yep, I did. So <laughs> and then I went online, did the conversion rate, and I was like, oh, sh that's $25. So in that regard, mm -hmm. do you guys think that the family plan price will be $25 for the US and UK and whatnot when it when it comes out? Fuzzy, you first. I, I definitely hope so. And and all things seem to point to that that price point but I, I guess the big question now is when do they <laughs> officially announce it here in the states and then in the uk um i'm i'm hoping that 25 dollars is is accurate and and i can't see why it would be anything really more than that at this point i mean unless it's like all right it starts at 25 and then if you do like the you know ubisoft plus it's like an extra five or ten or something right. like that but right right yeah that that 25 is like that sweet spot where honestly yeah there will be a little bit of cannibalism as far as like the individual you know game pass ultimate subscriber but that's how you get double the amount of subscribers in a short period of time because right. you have those that already exist on the plan that are like oh well let's team up and you pay five dollars and you pay five and and then there's going to be a whole bunch of other people that are like well i was always on the fence and now i can have my whole household and or my brother across the country you know sign up and we can all play these games for like five dollars each you know yeah that's a no-brainer at that point i mean it, mm -hmm. it's like perfect timing with the the dollar plan going away yeah this would be like the yep. new dollar plan but it's now for the family <laughs> yep I agree. That's well. I that's, tell you the um, think, the the thing that I that I like about it is that right now it's testing, including New Zealand, and that's what basically what the price is. Once you translate it, it's twenty five dollars. So that is their yeah. quote unquote testing price. So I would assume that it most likely is going to be their base price when it comes to the U.S. It, it only makes sense they wouldn't you know try it. Oh, here try a little you know cheaper and then be like oh by the way it's doubled that. I just don't <laughs> right. see them doing that. Um, 
So, so I think that uh, you know that's probably a pretty pretty good idea that that's where they're going to go at it. And I think doing away with the dollar uh, deal is is great. I think what they ought to do is introduce their this quote unquote if it is actually happening, which is a five dollar ads based yep. service. I think that's something they could you know kind of do that. And I also think they ought mm-hmm. to eliminate games from games with gold. They eliminate that Amen. altogether, and I think that they ought to be able to make online multiplayer at some point, especially with the more and more people that do the Game Pass, make it free, period. Because if you do that, that's really going to put a hurt on Sony. Because right now, Sony, their $5 a month plan is the only way you can play online, Call of Duty. You have to have that, or you can't play online. So if Microsoft was to eliminate that, oh, baby. <laughs> There'll be people that yep. just like, Wait, wait, I don't have to pay for this. I can just buy my Call of Duty and I can play on my Xbox and not pay $5 a month just to play online? Correct. Yeah, that, that would that be something they think they should do. Go ahead. The, yeah, I was just going to agree with you. The paywall with Sony um, for that is just, it's not, it's just not a good look. Um, it, it's, it's weird that more people don't talk about that, really, except for us. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it just, I, I don't understand it. I guess they're all drinking the Kool-Aid, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the big thing for oh, me yeah. is that your your saves are behind that paywall. Like, that's yeah, the thing that that's annoys the, me the most. That's the, that's the big one. Saves get corrupted so easily. Like, okay, for, to get a Xbox save corrupted, you really have to be trying. Like, they even give yeah. you the screen, like, hey, we're syncing it up. Oh, do you want to overwrite your save? And it's like, are you yep. sure? It's like, there's almost like two warnings before you You're reiterate right. your save on xbox but with sony it's like you could cut your your system off in the middle of it trying to upload the save and then it's gone or you were trying to copy it to a usb drive and somehow it deletes it it's like wait what yeah exactly what exactly yeah. hey uh retry just to, to throw a curveball sure. at you because <laughs> sure. we had actually okay. talked about this uh the other day um and it is a um and obviously, I don't want to take anybody away from us, but it's just now starting, and it will go on <laughs> for the next three hours. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know, I know where you're going. I was going to wait. If you're a subscriber <laughs> to Game Pass Ultimate right now, there you have a. That's right. You have the I Ultimate Game Pass perk is the Peacock t- two months. Okay, that's right. Which means you can watch WrestleMania for free, oh, for free. free. Even they were, did, they're already I, advertising their next listen. month event is going to be on the peacock as well for free nobody leave because here's the thing uh (laughs) i i looked it up and it's just like a dvr you can watch it after the fact i I made sure i looked up any of their live events like that if you can watch them after the fact uh Mm -hmm. you can but so, the bigger matches uh, aren't till like nine or ten o'clock tonight, anyway. So stick around. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I, sh- I was gaming last night. I was like, man, I haven't watched WrestleMania since I was like twelve. But I, I was, <laughs> dude. I'm. Guess what? I'm probably going to watch it because I don't have to pay any money for when it. You were so twelve. I was Game probably Pass. in my forties. But you know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It was a good, good time back in the day when I believed all that was real. I was like, oh, my God, look Wait, at the what? blood. What do you yeah, mean? Well, the, it's not. The funny thing is, <laughs> oh, no, I ruined it. Santa, Cla- <laughs> Santa Claus is no. <laughs> The funny thing is, this is like between the last WWE and this one, uh, as far as like the 2K games. These have been probably some of their better wrestling games in a while. Like, I, I think yep. 21, they had it where it was like bug 
Zilla or something yeah, where bad. you would, you know, morph through the ropes. But I think after they took that year break or so, or maybe it was 20 or so, or 19, that was the bad one. But this mm-hmm. year's 2023 and, and last year's, I guess, were the, the cream of the crop as far as their game. So it's like you get the WrestleMania stuff and, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully maybe at some point 2K thinks that uh, having along with like the uh, NBA 2K, you know, maybe they put WWE in, in Game Pass here soon, too. So That would be great. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about those games, too. So it's and I haven't played a wrestling game in a very long time. But man, like everyone, I don't I'm, I'm not hearing anything negative about it. So yeah. it must be pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it, they have like Apple of you can get like three months of Apple uh, yep. music and uh, Am- music Apple and, TV and I mean, Apple TV. Dude, yeah, these I are great. It. Yeah, yeah. And if they run yeah, out, the, they run out. You don't have to keep. And that, yeah, them. yeah. And it, just to you know, for anyone watching who knows, when it comes to the Apple stuff, it'll literally never go away. So if you don't, you, you when I when I. Uh, tell you guys about this stuff on on my channel and i and it shows the expiration date ignore it it's specifically when it goes to the apple stuff because the second it expires it re-ups right afterwards and they've been doing that for about a year and a half so wow. <laughs> worry. yeah it's just non-stop it just keeps coming back every single time it's weird i wish like hbo or some of the other guys would do that <laughs> but i'll take i'll take apple and i used it it's great like this there's a decent amount of good shows on there so yeah, yeah so peacock you can go watch wrestlemania and uh other other shows they got some good shows on there so give it a try we need, need to make a banner retro for your advertising your channel I know, about that I know. Quick. I always, I always forget about myself. Uh, Tell everybody yeah. about that real quick. Well, about about Game Pass. Your Daily? channel, yes. Sure, yeah. Game Pass Daily, right there. That's my, that's my Twitter tag. If you guys want to follow me, uh, I do short form content. Everything about, everything about Game Pass. Uh, also on TikTok and YouTube. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, out outside of that, I just want to mention. Uh, on my channel now, we are live everywhere. So th- mm-hmm. this stuff is going out to my channels on this show right now is going out to uh, YouTube and Twitter uh, right now if you guys want another avenue uh, of watching this show in particular. But yeah, so the Game Pass Daily stuff, uh, I give you micro content. Everything that you see on one channel is on all the channels. So it's all the same content everywhere, short form content um, for those of us like myself who have you know short attention spans. Well, that's, I also want to say bad. we we greatly appreciate everybody subscribing to this channel. Hopefully, we'll get to a thousand. That's a that's our goal. But yeah. also in the description below is Retri's personal channel as well. So please, when you get a chance, click on it, subscribe to his channel, like his channel because he's going to have some other different content as well, as well as all the really cool uh, content that has to do with Game Pass. And I'm telling you, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we talked about doing this show together is because I was very impressed with the work that he does on his own channel and how hard he works to get this kind of information out there. Because a lot of times, even though we pay for a subscription, you just kind of let it go or whatever, but he mm-hmm. gives these friendly reminders. I mean, last month you could get a free copy of evil dead Two yep. for doing nothing, but just clicking on it. And then you can watch it on your Xbox and I own it forever. So it's yep. like those kind of things they just throw in there, but they don't necessarily just advertise those. They're just kind of in the perks. And he points that stuff out, which makes it great for all of us. So, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that, Dave. Absolutely. Anytime. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, so that was the Peacock story. I'll bring, <laughs> uh, well, I guess we could talk about this. This is kind of hmm, sad. E3 oh, yeah. is canceled. 
Is it dead forever? I've been to two of them. Peace out, E3. I've been to two of them. Have you? I uh, see. Yes, I have. Yeah. Like, what? Do you remember the years you were at them? Because I heard of like what the well, hate, like the, the best the first, years. The first year I went um, was, and, and it was the year before the it's actually the official announcement, but before the release of the um, um, Steel Battalion. Because mm, they had okay. set up with like fifteen to twenty still battalion units on front of these big screen TVs, and we were able to. It wasn't even announced yet. We walked up and we're like, "What the crap? Oh my god!" That's why I bought one myself because I just got the hands on <laughs> with that forty plus button thing. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, my son still has my old one. He's playing it now. He's get the hack version, but you know he still enjoys it. But uh, but yeah, but mm. but that's that was the first E three, and then the very next year I went to it as well. Uh, you know, it was some crazy stuff, man. It was so loud, so loud. I mean, it's, I've been to ACDC several times, and it's louder than an ACDC concert on that floor wow. because when you go from one booth <laughs> to the next booth, they're trying to compete with these massive sounds. When I went, and that was when like Sony was actually at the at the show, mm-hmm. and Sony had this multi tiered booth. You actually had like a. You, you you walked up a ramp to go to the second floor with more game consoles and system. It was just incredible, it's just crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you what do you guys think? I mean, I've never been to E3. I literally planned because everyone like kind of in Boom's community, they were all going this year, mm-hmm. and yep. I was jealous. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely going next year. Oh, Same. I don't think I am because I don't think anybody's <laughs> going anywhere next year. <laughs> do you think it's do you guys think fuzzy? Do you think it's dead forever? <sighs> I I hope not. Like, I I think until either new management or or maybe and and Pong had kind of come up with an idea and hopefully you know Xbox listens <laughs> uh, to it. But um, maybe one of the the big three picks up the the tab well not really the tab for the show but like kind of carries that torch on like mm-hmm. um it was funny when ubisoft canceled this year uh being at e3 they still said they were going to do like an in-person thing and it kind of felt like well maybe they'll appear at the xbox show since that's kind of like up the street <laughs> from where e3 right. is and they're still saying that they're doing an in-person thing so as big as xbox is going to be after this abk deal clears I mean, that's that's three pillars right there. You have, well, not just three pillars. I mean, Activision, Blizzard, and, and King are its own, you know, little, uh, I guess you could say, you know, show it in itself. And then you have yeah. ZeniMax and all the studios within ZeniMax. And then you have Xbox First Party Studios. So you can have almost three days worth of content as far as having like a, a, a show or conference. And if you get some of your partners like EA being a, a big partner with, with Xbox, with, you know, the EA play and, and a lot of the stuff that they have done in the past with Xbox, I, right. I would say have some of them attend there as well. And it used to be about, I guess where the ESRA were the ones in charge before where you had the pay for floor space and, you know, everything was, you know, you want a hundred by a hundred foot area. Well, it costs this, or if you want a 20 by 20, it costs this. Well, with Xbox, I think at that point they can write off a lot of those expenses as far as for the show 
let the the third parties that they are partnered with spend whatever they want to spend to use some of the space because they already own the theater or they have the sure do. the theater. So yep. it's like, and it's right across the street. Yeah. Yep. They, they it's not like you have to go far. <laughs> yeah. So they, they could probably just be like, all right, we benefit from all of this because people are going to be looking at our platform and that these things are in either game pass or available on our platform. So we don't have to charge them. And plus right. they're, they're giving us the perks of, you know, signing contracts to get the stuff in game pass or, or giving us uh, extra like content, whether it be, whether it be maps or skins or things that wind up in game pass perks or stuff. So I, I think a company like Xbox could probably pick up the slack for mm-hmm. E3. I mean, we, we, on, on Mav show where it's like, you know, call it X3. It'll be like mm-hmm. <laughs> basically Xbox yeah. uh, three extravaganza kind of thing. And it lasts like for that. a week and they like have that. a lot of their third party partners mixed in with their first party studios and, you know, just carry the torch on that way. And, and they have a good relationship with Nintendo now, obviously. Yep. Sony is the, the kid with the ball that wants to, you know, take it home kind of thing. And right. I, they, they'll be fine with, I guess, the Summer Games Fest stuff, but I think Nintendo being willing, uh, a willing participant, they, they would probably be fine with being there as well, even though, mm-hmm. yes, this technically it would be like Xbox's, you know, thing, but they look at each other as, hey, we can both eat pie at the same time and not have to worry about the crumbs on the table kind of thing. So right. I, I, I would think that that would be the way e3 lives on that were probably the 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 best possible way that e3 lives on because if the people that run packs couldn't do it or keep the thing going i don't know if anybody can other than one of you know the big you know one three of the within the the gaming space now yeah i mean that's i i like i like uh all those ideas honestly um i i wonder if I wonder if Xbox will care to to do something like that. I think it's a I think it's a great idea because it shows Xbox's like collaboration with other studios and and the whole Game Pass idea. Be like, hey, you want to come in here? Get <laughs> you put it on Game Pass, or else you're not coming through the front door. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think those ideas are really cool. I would, you know, a lot. I saw a lot of people online saying like. Can, I, are we still calling it E3? What the what the f are we calling this thing? Like, what is it now? Like, because like the things are still going on at the same time as E3, mm-hmm. and they're just going on down the street, or you know what I mean, like right next door. And it's like yeah. it kind of feels like it's still E3 without E3. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is. It is kind of odd. It, it's it's sad. It stinks. I know people like poor you know K here still mm-hmm. crying about E3 being gone. Had hotels booked. That I now mm-hmm. have to fight to get all my money back. Luckily, I didn't book a flight. And that story is rampant across all of like, you know, double barrel gaming too. I know like Daniel McGee is like, what the heck, you know, like Umbra too. Like everyone's like got stuff booked and they're like, what the heck's going on? Like they we were they were also waiting for emails from E3. It's almost like the writing yep. was kind of on the wall, right? E3 was not responding to people who had booked stuff and tickets mm-hmm. and everyone's like, what the hell is going on? Like mm-hmm. getting nervous. Now we know why, because mm-hmm. I think E3 knew a lot longer than they were kind of letting on uh, probably for weeks. Um, so it's unfortunate that that's happening. Hopefully everyone can get their money back. 
Uh, I'm glad you didn't book your flight, okay? Well, uh, at least you can get that. But the only thing good. I know for sure is that uh, <laughs> is that risk it for the biscuit cannot get his money back. He is actually cannot get a refund Can't? on his flight. Nope. But the cool thing is, and this is absolutely freaking cool as hell. He actually, in one of his posts, he included Aaron Greenberg in it, and he asked, he said, <laughs> so what is there good to do in L.A. at this time of year, you know, you since I'm dinner? coming in and I can't get, can't get money back on my flight? And Aaron said, he said, well, I'll take you on a tour of Xbox and I'll buy you lunch. And yep. then, so risk it, fly back. Well, I don't know how to get a hold of you. Just kind of, you know, playing back and forth kind of thing. But then, yeah. but then Aaron Greenberg replied to that and said, I am going to, um, we'll, we'll get that information together and we'll work it out to where you'll actually, we'll actually, this will, we'll make this happen. So that was That's Aaron awesome. Greenberg, man, above and beyond. Yeah, that Amazing. would only, that would only happen from an Xbox exec. Yeah, you exactly. won't see that from anybody else. Sorry. Hey, one other you thing I was going to throw at the, at the sure. at, at you guys both, because I I think it's kind of dirty. I, I understand why <laughs> they're doing it, but you know, Summer Game Fest put a nice little tweet out today <laughs> saying uh, that uh, uh, at Bethesda uh, Studios presents Starfield Direct, uh, an in-depth Starfield coming September to Xbox PC, and I'm like. How he, the they, how, how he claims it, it as his own, essentially, you mean? Pretty He's much, been yeah. flipping doing that forever. Doesn't matter if the show's yeah. in a different state, that dude claims <laughs> it like it's almost his own. I so, I, the, he, the, dude, I agree with you, Dave. He's been doing that for a while. I've noticed that. I'm like, why is nobody fucking calling out this guy on his BS? Or oh, he's literally do. like, you, you know, well, you know what? No, but I mean, like, I haven't seen what you just said in particular is very yeah. good point. I haven't seen people calling them out for advertising like it's Summer Game Fest when it's a completely different show. Yeah. I'm like, dude, mm, nope. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That guy's getting on my nerves. Um, uh, yeah. Good, good cool. point, Dave. Good, good. Well, nice. well, Thanks. Oh, I got to give a shout here's, out to somebody. Here's the thing to quick. try in the future. And I, I hope Go more ahead. people start doing this to kind of call them out on it. Be like, uh, when there's ever something that is going to be on Summer Games Fest and you want to do like a reaction video, be like, hey, see all these things that uh, will be happening <laughs> uh, at this time. Uh, but I'll be doing a live reaction, like do a live reaction of the Games Fest and then see if he says anything. Like, what? I'm, I'm just pulling the keely like what you do with everybody else's stuff so. <laughs> i like that reversing <laughs> on him yeah yeah use his own tactics against him that's mm -hmm. that's usually the best player right yeah but um yeah Let, let's let's hope e3 continues in some form or fashion after they take a, a little hiatus and whoever picks <laughs> up the court and sorry <laughs> things back in order i i i as someone that's gone to SEMA, which is like the automotive equivalent, mm -hmm. I, I, it, it's, I definitely want to go to an E3 or an E3 equivalent sometime before I'm in the ground kind of thing. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they, they, somebody's got to do something to, to, to bring E3 or whatever we'll be calling it in a year or two uh, back to life kind of thing. So, yeah, crossed. maybe it'll, maybe it'll morph show. into something else. Phil's Roadshow. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. Kaysante, <laughs> he, he's like one of those black curls on the side of the highway that picks up corpse <laughs> and, and roadkill. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even say it. That's very true. Very yeah. true. Okay. I love Too that. Funny. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That cracks Too me up. Funny. 
I think we got. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 we got. Uh, we got one more topic we can we can cover. But I'll do a quick yeah. do a quick shout out to Sabriel sure. in, in the chat. Uh, uh, oh, it's only because uh, he's a family member. There you go. Oh, nice! <laughs> Welcome, thank you, buddy, <laughs> nice. for being here. I'm go. gonna I'm gonna gloss over this subject really quick, and then we can go mm -hmm. on to the other one because there's actually two left, and I, I don't know it. which one. I think I know which one you're talking about, so I'm gonna do this one first. <laughs> go for it. And that is Tecmo interested in bringing more games to Game Pass and PS Plus. I had to put add in PS Plus there because mm -hmm. I got a ration of shit online for not putting it in there. On my Game Pass only channel, I didn't mention <laughs> on my Game Pass only channel, I didn't mention that also PS Plus Extra would be getting probably some games from uh, Tecmo as well. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a survey done. Uh, that's what this basically story is about. It was a survey done uh, about Wolong, uh, like what we liked, what we didn't like. And a lot of it was circled around subscriptions. And that's where kind of the story developed out of uh, basically asking, do you like the fact that it was part of Game Pass? Uh, would you like to see more games going into Game Pass coming from Tecmo, a.k.a. Team Ninja and everyone who works uh, under Tecmo? Mm -hmm. Obviously, yes, duh. Um, so I filled, filled out the survey, of course. And what types of games would you like to you know, see? I put... Um, Dead or Alive, because I missed I missed that fighting game series. Oh, yeah. I, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and uh, oh god, what was the other one? A uh, Ninja Gaiden, of course. Ninja Gaiden. Mm -hmm. I want to see a new Ninja Gaiden game uh, get on. Ninja it would be Ninja Gaiden Four, I guess. Um, one and two are great. Three was absolute caca, and I, I don't. I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Ninja Gaiden Three <laughs> was not good, <laughs> but, and I love those games. Um, so yeah. Uh, or Tecmo games coming possibly to Game Pass. I mean, they're they're reaching out to everyone and, and getting their, you know, getting their pound of flesh, getting everyone to answer the questions for them. Obviously, Wo Long must have moved the needle for them on Game Pass. So, what do you guys think about this? Do you care about Tecmo games coming to Game Pass, or what's your uh, what's your what's two up, cents? I'll start with you, Fuzzy. Um, I I like the fact that they they took a chance and put it in Game Pass. I I think the big thing is it kind of kills that narrative that. It's like, well, Game Pass is unsustainable. It doesn't help the devs. You should support the devs by buying the game. And it's like, right. I think people forget that you could still buy the game or you could buy DLC or or some of the you know cosmetics and things like that where the, the company still receives money from the consumer that way. And they also receive money from Xbox for putting it in Game Pass. So they get upfront money as well as you know, depending on the contract that they negotiate with them, you know, they might get money for amount of downloads or time played or, right. or amount of, yeah. you know, concurrent players. And there's a whole variety of different things that might work to more to their liking. And it puts it in front of more people pretty much instantly at that point where you could do all the advertising you want. There might not be people that are willing to hop over the fence to buy that game would just mm. seem use and stuff so being able to test the game out know that okay well maybe in three months it's going to leave i enjoyed this game enough i'm going to go ahead and pick it up and buy it or you know what i'm playing it until i finish it but i want to i want to also get this you know cosmetic and stuff so yeah i i think that's more evidence that the game pass model is sustainable and and yep. 
you know, works for devs, it's big, big and small devs, it's not just the indie mm-hmm. devs that are the ones like, oh, Game Pass, save my, you know, studio. No, it, it's even right. some of the bigger studios that are like, you know what? If we sold this game just flat out, we would have probably only, uh, or we would have probably only reached like maybe a half million people. But right. like Game Pass, we reached 10 million people. Now, only 2 million people made it past the first pause, but hey, we reached those two million people and a lot of them gave us positive feedback and are looking more towards our games and you're more willing to, you know, try one of our games or buy one of our games or, or anything relating in that fashion. So yeah, it, it's, it's awesome that they're doing that. Um, we saw that also with, with, um, I forget the studio with Sega, but you have uh, Atlas and, and oh, like, Yakuza. Like, like a dragon, but it's like, mm-hmm there are more studios that are looking at game pass as an alternative or an option where it's like, Hey, we could sell the game and offer the game in a service and everybody wins. And I want to see more of it. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know specifically from team Ninja that their next game is a PS five exclusive. I think it's right. Rise of the Ronin. Yeah. The one that they they just showed was the one that came to game pass. I kind of agree. Because yeah, it looks like a, almost um, like a clone of uh, of um, of their other PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yes, that's exactly what I Ghost thought of. Oh my god, what is it? Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, that's exactly oh. where my brain went, Dave. Too when I yeah. saw that, I was like, man, it just. Hopefully, it it's just so a time like exclusive goes. to them, and hopefully, we'll eventually get that. Oh god, I, I want know. That game. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. It looks it looks really cool, but and I won't be surprised. Maybe that will end up in the playstation service and you know, being like the xbox guy or whatever the game pass guy make no mistake if if playstation starts doing what xbox is doing and does day and date i will be i will be signed up to you know the playstation version that day mm-hmm. um without a doubt you know what i mean so i would like to see i, I hope they i think they're gonna start doing more of that I, hopefully like the mm-hmm. rise of ronin will will be thrown maybe i i, I hope so i'm Someday. willing that's what kind of i'm willing it into existence i hope they do i really do uh, but, well I'll, yeah. i'm waiting for tech mobile that's what i'm waiting for. <laughs> the, the original i uh i love that game that was such a good game it was a good game yeah i wish they could so. get the licensing from the uh nfl <laughs> that'd be crazy me, yeah oh me too God. yep oh, oh man yeah that, that got one more awesome. subject you want to cover it we got yeah let's we can we can gloss over it it's it's you know it's another another thing that you know uh you know I, I, oh, yeah. I, I i differ on a lot of people's opinions on this i've been very anti-xbox <laughs> when it comes to this one mm-hmm. uh cheaper xbox expandable storage cards are on the way i think it was not so seagate got the original contract right mm-hmm. and it's was it western digital that is yeah western digital that is, is now the most recent one we saw yeah so western digital is adding their expandable storage card which mm-hmm. is cheaper which just happens to be i don't know why people are saying that msrp is not real life folks um you can you can get you can get the seagate one i've seen it for 180 dollars multiple times mm-hmm. um so but the story is it's cheaper i think is 180 versus 220 msrp for the seagate version mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm not dumb i understand exactly why xbox did what they did I just don't agree with it. Uh, I, I understand. I mean, if anyone's, lo- you know, learned how bad an idea or proprietary things are, mm-hmm. PlayStation has. Um, and so they didn't do that. 
And you're literally talking twice the price for the exact same amount of storage. I understand now that Western Digital is, is part of the conversation. It should bring prices down, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but at what like what speed? You know what I mean? It's we're already two years in and the price has barely moved on the on the other one. So um I don't know. What, do, what are you guys' thoughts? Obviously, I sound like a grumpy gamer here because I just you think do. they effed up. I just think they <laughs> well, screwed yeah. up. I'm, I'm the grumpy guy. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm glad to see it. I want to sound ungrateful, <laughs> but don't ever, 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 ever effing do another contract like that again, Microsoft. That was stupid, uh, in my opinion. You forced yeah. yourself not to for the price to stay the same forever. Um, so, anyways, that's my piece. What do you think, Dave? Right, go ahead, Fuzzy. I'll let you go first. Um, okay, as a person that has several of the the Seagate drives, but I caught them on sale. I I got them for like around <laughs> one seventy two a pop, which at the time when they were good. at a much higher list price, that was like the closest I can get to a steal. So I bought four right. of them. I bought two for myself, and then one for each one of my sons for their Series S's. Nice. And I I realized, yeah. That, that price is ridiculous compared to what, you know, uh, M.2 drive is in, in my PC or any M.2 drive that you can get out there. But the right. the thing that I like the most about those drives is that they're hot swappable. That's yeah, that's the ease the, of use, the, the bonus to it. But yeah. the, that pricing thing, like I was under the impression when these things came out and I was hoping that this was how things work because in, in in other industries like automotive, even if it's electronic stuff, if somebody gets the exclusive one year contract, or at least that's what I overheard that it was like a one year exclusive that Seagate had, right. other companies could start prototyping or in, in other industries, you would be able to prototype it while they are at market for that year exclusive. So then that way, when that year exclusive is over, the next day or the same day, you could start advertising and shipping your uh, product. So if you're Western Digital, right. you wait that year, you get stuff lined up so you can ship it out to your Best Buys, your Walmarts and whatnot. And then after that, your stuff is on market. And then that's where the price competition for the race to the bottom <laughs> starts to begin. And I would right. have hoped that would have happened after that first year. I, I was almost counting on it happening after the first year. And then all they yeah. did was Seagate went from having the just the one terabyte ones advertised to, hey, guess what? We now have two terabytes. We double dollars. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yep. 400. That's a console. What are you talking about? $400 right. for two yep. terabytes. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's great to see that Western Digital is finally in the conversation. I would yeah. hope that there's going to be a lot more players to this. And yeah. I, it, it almost seems like, and and I'm I'm kind of technical, but not the most technical person. I would have thought at some point there would have been a way to create an interface for M.2 drive to fit yeah. that same plugin kind of thing. Like, I think that would have been the way to work around. Like, if you're a Western digital company uh, and... The other people have the prep, uh, the the contract for the year. You work on the workaround that's not exactly on that patent, mm -hmm. and then go ahead and make that drive that can take a normal M.2 and put it yep. in the same interface as that. And I think that would have helped things as well. But I, I, I don't agree. know if that's even a, a possibility or if that would oh, have it's even, possible. 
you know, been something more where they, it would have been like a breach of contract or some sort of interface Well, that's issue. that's a good that's a good point too, right? Like because they obviously have a contract with Seagate, so you 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 might be onto something. If if it's definitely possible to do, there's literally yeah. no doubt in my mind. Um, but that's a good point. Like it could have been a breach, right? Like, yeah. Uh, but now now the contracts should be up clearly. Mm -hmm. Um. They should be able to do something like that, but I just don't, you know, that'd be an ugly thing coming out, coming out back of the console connected to like an open, you know, yeah. <laughs> two drive, but whatever. <laughs> Guess what? I would do it like and a lot of people have said exactly what you said, Fuzzy, like where, where's where was the adapter to get to M.2 M. drives? Um, mm -hmm. I think that was probably the way to go, but maybe just a messy solution and certainly not the one that Microsoft chose to do because it was you know, it was all ease of use, right? Mm -hmm. like that, that was the whole thing, which I, I love ease of use. You just, pop, you know, you just pop it in and, and, and you're good to go. But yeah, ooh, that price okay. is. Okay, it's not there as a code on, quote on that if you want to read it. Sure. Okay. Uh, there's a way to get a standard M.2 to work with the CFX uh, Express drive Xbox uses. Oh, okay. It's on Amazon right now. It's just not dependable. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, hey, it's probably 20, 30 bucks too. It's probably cheap, right? For those those conversion kits or whatever. Um, yeah. But hey, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll try it. Uh, Galveston is out. Ooh, they, go ahead. So no, it's okay. Galveston says it's already out, but not supported and can cause issues with the Xbox. Well, there oh. you go. I'm not taking that chance. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd for, be the uh, time where it's like, oh yeah, I got this for like you know 100 dollars total, and I got two terabytes, and then it's like, yeah, hey, I just bricked my console. <laughs> Yeah, right. you know that whole you get what you pay for a thing. I've learned, I've tried yeah. to be the cheap guy multiple times, and every time I regret no. it. So um, those days, yeah, those I days can't see you being cheap. Being cheap? I just can't. See. <laughs> Depends on what the what the thing is. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, it, it's, I'd say it's weird uh, like that. my quick take on it is, um, I, it's great that they finally opened it up. Uh, hopefully, this will probably by the holidays you'll you'll see some fairer prices on both of those. And yeah. you know, uh, let's let's just hope that's that's what happens as or maybe end of summer or or during the holidays that these prices will you know come down. I have both the uh, the X and the S. Uh, the, the X, of course, it has tons of room on it. Then I have a two uh, terabyte external that I use to jockey some things around. But on mm -hmm. my other one, on my on my S drive, uh, a system, a series system that I um, I just I just whatever game I'm playing the most of, maybe I have like four or five games on it and that's it i just don't really worry about it because yeah. to me it's like it's there i've got a you know uh, luckily i have a uh, fiber optic yeah with a with a, uh, with a 600 down 600 up so mm -hmm. it's nothing for me to download any game <laughs> within a matter right. of you know 10 15 yeah, minutes so yeah very true anyway. welcome yeah. to a man welcome everybody for the chat welcome to a man yeah thank you for uh coming out tonight I think that's it for uh, for subjects that I got. At least that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, go on, let's just say this. Fuzzy, thank you so much for being here, man. I hope you had as much yeah. fun as we did having you on. Oh, yeah, yeah this was a ton of fun. I, I enjoy having the uh, the questions in the chat and everything. Sorry mm -hmm. I didn't get to answer all of them right away when I was talking about the Forza stuff. But, yeah. It, Good, it's, that's cool. Man, it, it's just awesome just talking games with you guys. This This was pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. And like I said, we're we're still trying to get our, uh, I guess, our, our feet wet and trying to figure out the way we want to do things. But if anybody has questions for next week's show, and we're not even sure who our guest is going to be yet, but we're gonna we're gonna have somebody. We're working on a few people. We we'll just kind of see who's who's available. We will come up with somebody for sure. 
uh, but you can, and all the links in the description below, all Fuzzy's links are in there, including the other uh, podcast that he is on. Uh, the links are in there as well as his uh, Twitter account. And then also, if you are, um, you want to leave us a, a, a voice message for next week's show at any time through, throughout the week, question comes up and you're just like, you know what? I want to ask these guys this, feel free to go ahead and do it. And we'll get them all lined yep. up uh, for next week's show. And uh, so that's not a problem at all. Plus, Retri's information is on there. Retri also has, and he's uh, he's kind of modest on this, but I think it's great. I'm going to scroll up here until I actually, where is it? Find it? it. There's so uh, many buttons. I know. That's okay. <laughs> that's a lot it. going on. But it is the community uh, uh, community game nights, and it's spelled nights is uh, K N I S, is in like you know. The Knights of the Round Table clever, type thing. Because we're clever. Exactly. Over here. Clever. <laughs> but the link in it is in the description below. You can just click right on it. And it's basically his Discord where you guys can, you know, guys play together and you can click on mm-hmm. it and you can just want somebody to talk to you while you're playing. Whether you're playing the same game or not, it doesn't matter. Yep. You just get in there and talk games and have a good time. Uh, it's a it's a safe space and a lot of fun too. So so yep. give that a give that a holler too. Sign up for it. It's free. Join their group. Um anyway, again, fuzzy, I'm so glad that you were here today retry blessed that you're a part of this show thank you man thank for you, everything sir. you do and uh thanks for everybody for being here tonight and uh anything else we need to cover before i wrap it up no i just i just want to thank the chat personally thank you guys for coming out thank you Kay, for for being the uh, first person to uh use speak pipe and give us a voicemail i i do want to add just one little thing on the speak pipe thing guys just remember uh this show is all encompassing it doesn't have to be Xbox games, it doesn't have to be PlayStation, it can be Nintendo, it can be movies, pop culture, mm-hmm. whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh leave leave us a message or put put it in the chat. You know, just wanted to put it out there so you guys know this is this is uh very much an all-encompassing show. So yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming out. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And thank you again, Fuzzy, for being here. And don't forget that you can sign up for uh Fuzzy's uh <laughs> always uh always fans with the snot collection fuzzy's like i hate you dave <laughs> thanks everybody for coming out please hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on repeat please 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 subscribe to this channel and not only that but click on retry's uh link for his youtube and subscribe to his channel click on fuzzies and subscribe to his yep. channel all free doesn't cost you a dime and you're going to get some great content from all of us thank you all for joining us here at Gamers Council.